Amen. I love Brother Jared Hilton very, very much. Amen. I want him to come tonight. I want him to take his liberty. I want him to preach to me. Is that the way you feel? Amen. Come and preach tonight. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why don't we give the Lord some thanks for his presence in this place tonight? Come on, hallelujah, hallelujah, we love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, I love what I feel in the house of the Lord tonight. Thank you to all of you. Thank you, Brother Nelson, for being sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank you, church family, for worshiping. What, a, what an awesome feeling, amen, to come into his presence. There's nothing like it. I wouldn't trade this for all the riches in the world. Hallelujah. This is everything to me. It's everything to me. Pastor, I, I love you too. Thank you for uh, the confidence that you have in asking me to minister tonight. Brother Tim's give honor to you, Pastor Hilton, honor you, amen, and uh, looking forward to what God is going to do in this place, amen, I know that God has already, amen, moved on some of us in this service, amen, there's no doubt about that, amen, I just believe God has a work yet to do, amen, before we leave this house, amen, how many believe that tonight? Hallelujah. I really do believe that. Amen. And if God can get around this obstacle, which is me, and get to, to you, amen, which I believe is a target, I think that, amen, we'll accomplish what he's come to do tonight. Exodus chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. The pastor used these scriptures in his lesson this morning. Amen. I'm not trying to piggyback off of him, although I'd I appreciated the confirmation. Amen. When you're a rookie like me, I mean, you look for all the confirmation you can get. So that's uh, that is what it is. Exodus chapter two, verses one and two. And there went a man of the house of Levi, and took to wife a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived, and bare a son. Woman conceived and bear a son. Everyone say, bear a son. This woman brought to birth a son, and when she saw him, that he was a goodly child, she hid him three months. Amen. She hid him three months. Exodus chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, amen, is the reference scripture where we read about the birth of the man named Moses. Amen. Many of us are probably familiar with that name. Amen. Why don't you lay down your Bibles? Let's ask the Lord to anoint my lips, anoint your hearts, our ears, to receive and respond to him. God, we need your grace. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. I really need you, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. Thank you. You can be seated tonight. Amen. Truly, I was not anticipating on preaching. I saw the number of other preachers in the service, and uh, I started worshiping with all my heart. Amen. Lifted my voice, and as you could probably already tell, I'm already <clears throat> losing part of it, so that might be a, a benefit for, for you. Amen. But I'm going to do what I can tonight because I really felt like the Lord laid this uh, message on my heart on Wednesday evening, and, um, and I, this is one, I'll be honest with you, I have preached before. Amen doesn't mean it'll be any better, but it is one that I have attempted before, and I went back and listened to it, and uh, I mean, it was, that was probably the worst thing to do, amen, but, but I really felt impressed to deliver this, less, this message tonight, so if you'll bear with me over the next few moments, I believe the Lord is going to help us, amen, life is the most fundamental the most basic human right granted to us by, by God. Amen. Before you can have liberty or freedom, before you can, amen, claim those unalienable rights as was declared, amen, in our declaration of independence, we must first have life. Before you can have happiness, you must first have breath in your body and be living. You can't Live a happy life if you don't have life. You can't have freedom if you don't have life. You don't have free speech if you don't have life. And life itself is a gift, as we've said already, from God. Amen. Without justifiable causes, how does any one individual have the right to abruptly end the life of another? Amen. We can't assume that power. We can't assume that it's our right to take one's life from another. It's a gift from God. Amen. God is the only one, amen, that has the power and the authority, amen, to, to begin and to end life. Amen. And without getting too sidetracked, of course, we know there are some individuals that are established in our system that, that I believe they have derived their authority from God. Scripture does say that powers that be are ordained of God. And so, and you can refer to Pastor's pod, uh, podcast, Face the Truth, episodes 129 through 131. Amen. If you want to uh, find more information about that subject, because I'm way underqualified to declare that information to you, but amen. But there are some individuals that have derived their power from God, their authority from God. Amen. But ultimately, it's God who gives and takes life. Amen. And therefore, the subject of a woman's individual right, amen, to uh, take the life of a child, amen, is not hers. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm not here to preach to uh, the leftist fascists. I, I'm not here to preach to them, but I, I, I did, I felt impressed to share this with you, so I'm going to take the time to do that. Amen. Of course, many of you may or may be aware of, amen, the, uh, the leaked initial draft of uh, Justice Alito's uh, opinion, amen, leaked by a politically motivated outlet, amen, and, uh, amen, the commonly supported opinion, the commonly supported perspective of those who would oppose Justice Alito's, Alito's opinion, 
in modern society. They believe that women have natural given rights, just like we do, that natural given right of life and the pursuit of happiness and freedom. They believe a part of that is to those women, that they have this right because it's the, 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 the ringing mantra in their uh, mouths is, my body, my choice. And so uh, they've convinced themselves that they, that they have the legal right to take away the life of another. And they don't recognize the dignity. Amen. They talk about their own dignity, but they forget about the dignity of the life of the one that dwells within them. Hallelujah. Those who would claim this opinion, amen, believe that that organism or fetus is just a mere clump of cells and is not alive yet and because it can't survive on its own. It's entirely dependent upon the mother's body to survive that gestational period. Amen. And women will always be second-rate citizens is what they say if they're relegated to only giving birth. Amen. They're, they're, they're relegated to a lower form of life because of this natural uh, limitation to their bodies and so they therefore ought to have the right uh, to take the life of another. I'm here to tell you tonight that the only one that has that right is God himself. Hallelujah. Amen. The, the, uh, and, and I don't want to get too far into the weeds here. Amen. But Roe versus Wade, 1973, was declared. Amen. And it was because of this woman who, who lied about being uh, defiled by another man. And then once they realized that that wouldn't work, they appealed and appealed and appealed. And then ultimately, amen, through a lie, they ended up, amen, gaining a 7 to 2 majority vote in favor of Jane Roe, which was not even her real name. Amen. And uh, the following numbers are estimates of abortions that of induced abortions. We're not talking, obviously, abortions can happen in a number of ways. Amen. But these are medically induced abortions that have occurred since 1973. In the U.S., approximately 1.4 million abortions are performed every year. Since 1973, approximately 63 million have happened. And... Since January of this year, an estimated 155,000 have already occurred. Today alone, we have, uh, it, it's, it's estimated that about 2,000 lives will be aborted. Because of some errant form of logic. Amen. Pastor Riggin has emphatically declared that this church is pregnant with promise. Amen. And you'll have to pardon me for a moment because I take statements like that personally. I don't want to neglect such great and precious promises. Amen. You can ask any one of these precious mothers whom we are celebrating today, amen, on Mother's Day, amen, what amount of responsibility Amen, it certainly must be, amen, to carry, amen, a child to term, amen, and then to give birth to that child and raise it, amen, to live a, a fruitful life. 
Amen. And But I want to compare that to the spiritual gestational period and the development of life once they are born. Amen. Church, I want to suggest to us tonight that it's possible, amen, that we may have spiritually aborted some souls. Hallelujah. Amen. Bear with me for just a little while tonight. I want to talk about the subject of spiritual abortion. I, I don't believe that we're going to, uh, this is going to be a too negative of a message. So just bear with me for a moment. I want to establish a foundation and then perhaps, amen, we can go somewhere tonight. Uh, amen. Will you help me tonight? Hallelujah. Amen. Babies that have been conceived are more than just a clump of cells. Amen. However, they are not viable on their own. They can't live on their own. They require, amen, a host body. They require something, some individual, amen, greater than themselves, with more strength, with more nutrition, who has the ability to fend for themselves, who has the ability to protect themselves, to protect them. Hallelujah. Amen. In church, it's the same. Amen. As those who've come. Amen. Service after service. Amen. They enter into those double doors back there. Amen. They sit on our blue carpeted pews. Amen. They experience the power of the Holy Ghost as we do. Amen. And they can't fend for themselves. Amen. But the devil's after them. Amen. They can't fight for themselves. But the devil's still lying to them. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I wonder if there's any mothers in Israel tonight that's willing to fend, amen, for their babies. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe that tonight. I believe the members of the true church are not just blindly walking through life, amen, hoping that one day the promise will come to pass, amen, but you're readily aware, amen, of the, of the promises, amen, that are embedded inside of us, amen, that we're readily aware of the things that God has promised. Hallelujah. I believe even tonight, amen, some of those promises can come to fruition before we leave this place. We may just witness, amen, another birth tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, it wasn't me that imagined this comparison, amen, this parallel between natural birth and spiritual birth. It was Jesus, amen, that developed this idea. In John chapter 3, verses 3 through 8, Jesus answered unto Nicodemus and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of water, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Amen, and then Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb? Amen. He needs a mother, Jesus. Amen. He needs a mother. Amen. This baby can't be born without a mother. Somebody hear me tonight. Amen. Jesus was the one that declared this parallel. Amen. We've got to, as the mother of the babies of the city of Olathe, amen, carry to term, amen, the babies he's entrusted us with. Hallelujah. Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, 
Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Got to be born again. I mean, it got to be born again. I mean, it's not enough just to, to have that natural birth. I mean, but friend of mine, you've got to know, I mean, that you're able, I mean, that God has put you in this place, I mean, for the sole purpose of recreating your life, of, re, of taking everything, I mean, that you've tried to put together. And he said, give it to me. Let me take care of it. Let me change it. Let me help you. I want to make you new. Oh, hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Amen. He's not, uh, amen, willing that any should perish. He's not willing uh, that any should be put to death. He's not willing that any. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Amen. It's just a matter of simple repentance. It's a matter of simply changing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm talking about being born again. Talking about, amen, a new life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. As we were worshiping earlier, I felt the Lord impress upon me, amen, a word for an individual in this service tonight. And I, and I don't take this lightly. I, I'm not trying to uh, promote myself. I, and, 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 but I, I just want, I want to do what the Lord has placed upon my heart. If you would just give yourself to him. If you would just give yourself to him. Take your hands off of it. He's given us free will. He's given us absolute decision-making power. To make the good decisions and the bad ones. To make the right decisions and the wrong ones. And if you would just make one more decision. Amen. To fully yield yourself to him. Regardless of what you look like. Regardless of what you sound like. Regardless of what amen, is going on around you. If you could just make that decision. I'm telling you, God will come into your life. He will change you. He will rearrange the situations that you're trying to fix, that you're trying to. He can do that. We can't do it. Amen. He has the power. We don't have the power. Hallelujah. 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 I want to help somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Find, amen, that new life. Hallelujah. Jesus said in verse 6, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, John 3 and 6. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. You wonder why you can't feel the spirit of God when his spirit is moving. Wonder why. 
Amen. When the Holy Ghost is moving on others, you can't feel what He's doing. I want to tell you, it's just a matter of being born again. You can be born again. You can participate. Amen. You can experience, amen, what it is that we are experiencing. Amen. You don't have to, amen, be distant, amen, and be uh, disassociated, amen, but you can be born again. Hallelujah. Furthermore, Jesus goes on to say, Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must ye must be born why must I be born again why is it such a necessity to be born again amen because of what he said in verses uh, 3 and 4 and 5 he said except you are born again you cannot see the kingdom of God unless you're born again unless you experience what I'm talking about tonight you cannot see the kingdom of God amen but I'm so glad that God made an exception to this rule amen that that I'm not worthy to make it to heaven and you're not worthy to make it to heaven amen but he made a way where dirty old Jared amen could be born again hallelujah 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 Hallelujah, to use the politically acceptable terminology, you can't be born without a birthing person. <laughs> I mean, I say that in jest, but how, how can we be born without that mother? Can't. I mean, you can't be born without a mother. Romans chapter 10, verses 13 through 14 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, shall be saved. Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, he's not going to neglect your cry. He's going to hear when you cry out to him. Amen. If you lift your voice to him, amen, he will hear you when you cry. Verse 14, how then shall they that call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Hallelujah. Without a church to go to. Amen. Without the opportunity. Amen. To hear that wonderful message. That message of salvation. Hallelujah. 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 Church, we've got to prepare a place. We've got to get ready. As a mother of the souls of this city. Amen. We've got to prepare this place. Amen. Prepare a home for them. Amen. Prepare a, a home and a room and, and, and get ready for them. Micah chapter 4 verses 1 through 3 says, But in the last days it shall come to pass that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established in the top of the mountains. And it shall be exalted above the hills. And people shall flow unto it. People will flow into his house. Amen. Verse 2 goes, And many nations shall come and say, Come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord and to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us of his ways. And we will walk in his paths. Hallelujah. How many want to walk in his paths? How many want to do what he asks of us? For the law shall go forth of Zion and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. 
Amen. And he shall judge among many people and rebuke strong nations afar off. I'm telling you, amen, no enemy is too big. Amen, no, no devil is too big. Amen, no lie is big enough. I want to, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And he goes on, he says, and he shall, verse 3, he shall judge among many people, rebuke strong nations afar off. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares, and, they sh- and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war. Anyway, why are they changing the swords into plowshares? Why are they beating their spears into pruning hooks? The reason for this is so they can begin to make produce, so they can start preparing, amen, for the children that are coming, for the, for the, for the, for, for, the livelihood that would be established in those mountains. Amen. What are they going to do? Amen. This produces an environment. Amen. Where we can start to create families. Where we can start to grow families and, and homes. And, and Micah chapter 4 verse 10, just a few verses later says, Be in pain and labor to bring forth, O daughter of Zion like a woman in travail. Amen. We're going to, one of these days, amen, we're going to start, amen, bringing bringing forth, amen, like a woman in travail. Amen. That's why, amen, we're changing our spears from spears to pruning hooks. That's why we're changing our swords into plowshares. Hallelujah. Prophet Isaiah, amen, says in Isaiah 66 and 1, thus saith the Lord, heaven is my throne. The earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you build unto me? And where is the place of my rest? I'm looking for a house. I'm looking for a home. I'm looking for a place where I can settle down. I'm looking for a place that I can call home. Hallelujah. Lord, let this be that place. Lord, let this be the place where you can rest, where your spirit, amen, rests, where your spirit is poured out. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He goes on to say in verse 5, when we have a place to dwell, then we can have an environment that's conducive to producing children. Isaiah 66 and 5 says, Hear the word of the Lord. Ye that tremble at his word, your brethren that hated you, that cast you out for my name's sake. Have you been in those conversations at work? Amen, they they chastise you. They say, well, your preacher doesn't know what he's talking about. Amen, it's, it, what they're saying is not true. I, that's not what my grandma taught me. That's not what my, my uncle, my preacher uncle has told me. Amen, but let the Lord be glorified, he goes on to say. Verse 5, but he shall appear to your joy and they shall be ashamed. Let's skip down to verse 7. And before she travailed, she brought forth Before her pain came, she was delivered of a man-child. Who hath heard such a thing? Is that the way it works? Just happens like that? No. He said, that's not the way things work. Who hath seen such things, he says. 
Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? These are rhetorical questions. He goes on in this final statement, amen, to declare exactly what he means. He says, for as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. In the moment that Zion, the church, was willing to put forth the effort to travail, amen, those children of promise that we have read about just a number of times already. Those promised children would come forth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jacob just had left a time of hostility with Laban. And without taking the time to read that story, Laban had I'll just briefly summarize it. Laban had deceived him and treated him poorly. Amen. Just kind of like Jacob had done to his own dad. Amen. What goes around, comes around is, is the saying I've heard. Amen. But made him work seven years and then gave him the wrong girl and comes another seven years. And I can uh, sympathize with Brother Jacob. I sure hope <laughs> some folks are not listening. <laughs> Amen. But Rachel, in her request, Genesis chapter 30, verse 1, if you don't mind putting that on the wall, in the request that we're about to read, when Jacob finally was able to wed her, Rachel had this burning desire. And many of you have heard this. And I'm not preaching anything that you've not heard before. She saw that she bare Jacob no children. She realized that, that she didn't have any children to give to Jacob. I mean, I wonder what would happen in an apostolic church if, if we could realize, be as self-aware as Rachel was in this moment. And say to and realize. How many children we have produced for God? How many spiritual children have we given to Him? Rachel envied her sister and said it to Jacob, Give me children or else I die. For Rachel, it was a matter of life or death. Not just in the one that she would give birth to, but she, she said, for myself. I don't want to even carry on unless I can bring for Jacob a child. Unless I can give to Jacob, the one that I love, a child. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can read on Genesis chapter 31, 32, 33, and 34, how Jacob gets away from Laban, and then he becomes named Israel, verse or chapter 33 and 34, he fixes the problem with Esau, his brother. And then verse 30, or chapter 35, Rachel, do you remember, after all this time, do you remember what you said? Do you remember when you were willing to die? 
for that child. Because in Genesis 35, verses 16 through 18, just pardon me for a moment, I want to talk to the, the home folks who've been here for a while. I, I remember those days, church, when, when we were desperate. When we came to the church, and, and I'm not saying that we're not now. I, please don't misread what I'm saying. But I remember those days, amen, where revival after revival, we spent from 5.30 in the morning until 6.30, sometimes even beyond that, every single morning, amen, half the church showing up here in the sanctuary every morning to pray, amen, for those children. Amen, to pray for those promises. And so what I'd like to do in this, at this time is call to your mind, to those of you who may have been there in those prayer meetings. Uh, do you remember, amen, the, the words that you said? Do you remember, amen, the prayers that you prayed? Amen, that you were willing to die, that you were willing to lay it all on the line. Amen, that you were willing to give it all so you could produce uh, for him. Hallelujah, I feel the Holy Ghost here. Genesis chapter 35, verse 16. And they journeyed from Bethel. Amen, we talked about that earlier. That place, amen, the house of God. They, They left the house of God. Amen, they left that moment of commitment. They left that time, amen, in his presence when, when the Holy Ghost was moving, amen. They left the time, amen, when on the Sunday night service, amen, the worship service where the Spirit of God is moving, amen. They left that, and they went on a journey. And there was but a little way to come to Ephrath. And Rachel, Rachel. Rachel, Rachel began to travail. Amen. Rachel began, amen, to have these labor pains. Amen. The Bible says that Rachel had hard labor. Amen. I feel like telling the true church of Olathe, Kansas. Amen. That the things that you're feeling right now, amen, the pains that you're going through right now, they're nothing more than labor pains. Do you remember? Do you remember what you said? Amen. And your commitment to him. Amen. Give me children. Hallelujah. Been a little bit of time since then. It's been a little bit of time since then. Amen. But I'm here to tell you, amen, that if you're willing, amen, if you're able, Rachel, if you're able, amen, tonight could be a night, amen, of travail. Tonight could be a night of birth. Tonight could be somebody's birthday. So tonight could be a night of celebration. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, church, let's feel that to the Holy Ghost for a moment. Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it came to pass, the Bible says in verse 17, when she was in hard labor, right in the midst of it. Hallelujah. Maybe at the most excruciating point for her. At the point of absolute decision. It's now or never. I, I've heard my own pastor say these words, church, 
it's now or never. I've heard him say that in this pulpit. It's now or never. It's now or never. Church, it's time. It's time to do. It's time to travail. It's time to produce. It's now or it's never. But I've got a word for the true church tonight. As the midwife said unto Rachel, fear not. Fear not. There's no reason to look into our future. Amen. With with doubt and unbelief. Amen. It's tonight is a moment, is an opportunity. Amen. For us to cast aside every doubt and every form or fashion of fear. Amen. And fear not. Oh, somebody hear this young preacher tonight. Thou shalt have this son also. Amen. The one that you've travailed over. The one that you prayed over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't want to embarrass anybody, but Brother Glenn, I want you to know I've travailed over you. I've prayed for you, my friend. And I'm not the only one. This whole church, amen, has lifted up, amen, Glenn Williams' name in prayer. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, I want you to know, Brother Glenn, amen, that it's not any, I'm telling you, the gift of God is available to you. Amen, you're no different than any one of us. Amen, you can receive the Holy Ghost just like every one of us have. Fear not, thou shalt have this son also. Thou shalt have this son also. Thou shalt have this son also. True church, amen, throw your doubt in the trash can. True church, forget about all the unbelief and all the worries and all the lies of the enemy. Because thou shalt have this son. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, let's be sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. I'm not willing, amen, to throw this one away. I'm not willing, amen, to give this one away. Amen, I'm willing, amen, to travail. I'm willing to pray. I'm willing to cry out. Oh, come on, true church. When Zion travailed, when Zion travailed, amen, I've got more notes, but I'm not worried about those. What I'm worried about, amen, is I want to give birth. I want God to have his way. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Come on, church, let's pray right now. He loves us. Oh, I'm calling on the faithful saints of the Most High God. I'm calling on Zion. Oh, he loves. He 
Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, sit that up, oh, show he la 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 Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, church. Come on, throw your doubt away. Come on, forget about the lies of the enemy. Amen. It's never happened for me. Amen. I'm not worthy. None of us are worthy. Amen. It's not about being worthy. Amen. It's a gift from God. Amen. It's God's precious gift to us. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he might sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee. I'm praying for you, Simon. Hallelujah. That your faith fail not. And when thou art converted... Pass it along. Strengthen the brethren. Hallelujah. 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 Come on in a climate. Climate. Of abortion after abortion. Amen. In the nation of Egypt. Jochebed, Moses' mother, made a decision. This one is worth the keeping. This one is worth saving. I'm going to hide him. I'm going to put my life on the line for this one. I'm going to risk my own life. I I hear your burden, church. Hallelujah. 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 Exodus 1 and 7, and the children of Israel were fruitful. They increased abundantly. They multiplied. They waxed exceeding mighty. And the land was filled with them. That's our promise. That's your promise. Amen, but the the enemy, a new Pharaoh is in town. He realizes the dynamics of the nation. He's realizing that that nation is outnumbering my own nation. That people, and I'm telling you, that's exactly what the devil is realizing in the city of Olathe. He's realizing, oh, I better pay attention to the true church. They, 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 they're on to something. They're being fruitful. Amen. We went on outreach yesterday. Amen. And I got three phone numbers. That's never happened for Jared Hilton on outreach. But I got three phone numbers. Amen. I'm talking about, and I'm not bragging about, amen, brother, brother Larson, amen, found a guy, pastor, was talking to him. Amen. I believe that God is working, amen, in the city of Olathe. I'm saying the true church is fruitful. True church is increasing abundantly, is multiplying, is waxing exceedingly mighty. 
and the enemy is taking notice. We've heard pastors say, there's an open door, and there are many adversaries. I mean, I'm just confirming that tonight. Pharaoh charged all his people, saying, every son that is born, you shall cast into the river. Every daughter, you shall save alive. I want you to handpick. I want you to look at the ones that look like they're the most fruitful. I want you to handpick those and throw them in the river. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, the devil is running scared right now. Hallelujah. But there was one mother in Egypt that day. I don't know where she was. I don't know what her exact situation was. Amen. But we read it in our text. She bare a son. She didn't let those ladies take that baby and throw it away. She said, this is my baby. We're not aborting this one. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to hide him. I'm going to put him amen, in the river. I'm going to put him in this little uh, boat for him. I'm going to save this baby because I don't want to abort this one. He's a goodly child. He's, he's got promise. Amen, this is a promised child. show you no boat. I'm talking about our promised children. I'm talking about the ones that God gave to us. I'm talking about the ones, amen, that are in your wombs, that are, that are in your homes, that, that you, amen, will bring forth, that you, amen, will bring into this place for our God. He Come on, Rachel loved Jacob. She looked at, hey, I'm not, I'm not giving birth. I, I want to do something. Give me children or else I'll die. Give me, I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to do whatever it takes. Hallelujah. I mean, you can begin to play. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't want to be guilty of aborting those children, those babies that he's entrusted to me. Is there someone that God's put on your heart? Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm telling you, the pain is worth the gain. The return is worth your investment. Come on, it's just, it's just a moment of self-sacrifice. It's just a moment in time of forgetting about myself, forgetting about my own response. I'm, I, the most important thing in my life right now is to see this child come into new life. The most important thing for Jared, for me, whatever I've got to do, I'll lay it aside. I'll put it on the shelf. Amen. But what's going on right now, amen, what's going on right now is the most important thing. John 16 and 21, I'm closing. I mean, these altars are open. A woman, when she is in travail, hath sorrow. No doubt about it. She's in pain. Because her hour is come. But as soon as she is delivered of the child, 
she forgets. She forgets about all the pain, all the travail. She forgets about the weight, the gravity of, hey, hey, there are real problems in folks' lives. Real, uncontrollable situations that our God has absolute control over. And we need to let them know that if you could just give it to Him, if you could just put that on an altar, if you could just... Hallelujah. It's going to take work. It's going to take effort. It's going to take travail. But when the hour is come, what rejoicing. Oh, what celebration. It's a moment, amen, to remember. That's the moment. Forget about all the pain. Forget about all the anguish. Remember this moment. New life. New hope. A transformation. No longer what I used to be. No longer the way I used to be. Amen. But he changed me. Come on, church. Let's pray right now. Come on, let's pray.